Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone, passion for excellence. Dow Automotive Systems, innovations for clean powertrain solutions. And by Hyundai. Experience the 2011 Hyundai Sonata today at HyundaiSonata.com. This is AutoLine Daily for Friday. That's right, Friday, April the 15th, 2011. The weekend is so close you could almost taste it. Hello, everyone. I'm Murray Feldman from Fox 2 News here in Detroit, sitting in for John, and here's what's going on in the global automotive industry. The earthquake and the tsunami that hit Japan last month still having an effect on Toyota's manufacturing operations. The AFP reporting that the company will run at 50% capacity at all of its plants in Japan for nearly a month starting in May due to supply shortages. Earlier in the week, Toyota announced it will halt production at five plants in Europe for several days in April and May. Also in North America, it will stop production at most of its facilities for a few days later this month. Hyundai Kia sees this as an opportunity. They're running their Korean plants on overtime and planning to pump out more vehicles than originally expected here in the USA. Market share, market share, market share. Fiat just introduced the convertible version of the 500 for the American market. Its unique feature is a sliding cloth roof that can retract at speeds of up to 60 miles an hour. Customers can choose between three colors for the roof. Not many other details are known about the car, but pricing for the standard hardtop model starts at $16,000. Audi teaming up with Renovo Hardwood Bicycles, the only all-hardwood bike maker in the world. They're going to build a bike that's inspired by its cars, called the Duo. It features innovative components like a belt drive instead of a chain, aluminum and carbon fiber parts, disc brakes, and LED lighting. Audi says it's coming out with the Duo because it's, quote, an embodiment of its core principles of progressive innovation that also blends craftsmanship, styling, and performance and technology. Three models of the bike are available, and prices range from $6,500 to nearly $7,500. The Duo was made at Renovo Studio in Portland, Oregon. The Sonic is Chevy's latest B-segment car. It's due to hit the streets in the fall. With the launch still months away, the company just announced a lineup of aftermarket parts for the subcompact. The list of Z-Spec accessories, as they're called, will initially include things like ground effect add-ons, mirror and door handle caps, grill inserts, body graphics, and a lot more. They'll give buyers an array of different ways to customize their cars. But I have to ask, where are the performance parts? Uh, maybe those are coming a bit later. Z-Spec accessories can be purchased individually or all at once. When they're installed by a dealer, the cost can be rolled right into the monthly payment. How nice, you'll never see it, but you'll feel it. Ford is on the warpath in China. The automaker plans to introduce 15 new vehicles in the country by 2015. That move is part of its greater plan to bring 50 new products and powertrains to market in the Asia-Pacific region in roughly the next four years. In that time, Ford also plans to double the size of its dealer network in China from the 340 stores it has today. The company expects 70% of its growth in the next 10 years to come from this part of the world. On this week's Auto Line, Ralph Gilles, chief designer and CEO of Dodge, joins John to talk about the renaissance going on at Chrysler. A big part of that comeback, Ralph believes, is thanks to the teamwork all across the entire organization, with a good example being the company's now famous M&M Super Bowl spot. I remember seeing the, the spot maybe three weeks before it went on air, and all of us were like quiet in the room. It was like, whoa, that was powerful. It was much more powerful. Matter of fact, I had a, a one-minute spot, and I pulled it so they could have the full two minutes, and I thought that was an absolutely right thing to do. Um, because I, all of us, I mean, Sergio, because he, he grew up in Windsor, you know, he spent some time in Windsor going to school. He has respect for the Midwest in general, understands the, the issues. 
And it was such a powerful spot for the Midwest area in general, the Great Lakes area. You know, just, hey, you know, this has been through, this, this area went through the roughest time. And this speaks to that, you know, so don't, we're not who you think we are, you know, and that's good. Imported from Detroit indeed. And remember, now you can watch AutoLine as it's exported from Detroit each week. Check the local listings of your nearest public television outlet to see when it airs in your area. And if you can't find it, be sure to contact that station's program department and tell them you'd like them to carry AutoLine. Let's take a quick break, and I'll be right back with some questions on whether it's too much too soon for today's auto industry. We always settled for the first thing that came along. Then we'd never have gotten here. Introducing the Sonata Hybrid from Hyundai. The shrinking auto industry, is it growing again? Yes. Is that good? Yes. Can it be bad? Yes. If it grows too much. The domestic car makers shed thousands of workers because they got too big. They cut out dozens of models because they made too many, especially when many of them looked alike with different names. Now we see Chrysler is hanging out the help wanted sign, looking for some 500 people, many of them in communications. Guess it's to replace many of the people who were offered or forced into taking early retirement. John carried a report right here on AutoLine a couple of weeks ago that General Motors is considering an upscale vault. Bloomberg News says it'll look like the Chevy Volt, but with a different front end, and it'll be called a Buick. Did they used to do that kind of thing when they were getting too fat? The domestic big three cut so much fat over the past few years that they can now turn a profit with as little as 10.5 million units sold here in North America. I hear projections, especially from Lonnie Miller, vice president of marketing at Polk, that this year we could see nearly 13 million units sold. So I guess there's an argument for hiring more people. But with gas prices rising and Uncle Sam strangling the industry with red tape and the jobs crisis still a factor, how much growth is healthy and how much is too much? And most importantly, will we know the difference before we have to wreck people's lives again? I hope so, but I really don't think so. Let us know what you think. Leave us a comment right here on this site. I do read them. And that's a wrap for today's show and, of course, for this week as well. Again, I'm Murray Feldman, Fox 2 News in Detroit. Check us out on air and online. If you're in the metro Detroit area, just go to Channel 2. Or you can always visit our website, myfoxdetroit.com. Again, that's myfoxdetroit.com. And one more thing before we go. Make sure you check out tonight's episode of Roundabout. It starts at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Time. That's 3.30 on the West Coast. You can watch the live broadcast on our website, autolinedetroit.tv. This week's theme is taking it to the max, and the crew's got a lot of fun stories lined up. You don't want to miss it. That'll do it for this week. As always, we thank you so much for watching. McElroy should be back right here in the saddle on Monday. <laughs>